Peace family, welcome to another installment of 30 Talk. I am your host, Him Not Them, aka Furious Styles. As always, I want to give a shout out to the listeners, the supporters, the motivators, the people that reach out to me. The love is much obliged. Here at 30 Talk, we would like to think that we're building a community. So let's build. Also want to give a shout out to the ancestors. If it wasn't for your bloodshed or your tears shed, we wouldn't be able to stand here today. If you haven't already, you can find 30 Talk on one of two platforms, the Anchor app or iTunes slash podcast. Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. Type that in your app store search engine. The information is free, so is the app. Once you get squared away with the app, type in 30 Talk in the search bar. There you will find a melanated man holding half his head up with a crown underneath. That crown represents our royalty because I got loyalty and royalty inside my DNA. Hit the favorite and like there. Keep your notifications on. If you are an Apple user, go to iTunes slash podcast. Type in 30 Talk. You will find the same melanated man. Subscribe there. Keep your notifications on. Leave a comment. Shed some light. If you want to reach me personally, you can find me on Instagram at him underscore not underscore them. Or on the Facebook, Fiasco Roads. Shoot me a DM. Shoot me a comment. Let me know how you feel about the installments. Drink your water. Eat your greens. That's our daily affirmation. Our bodies is close to 80% water. Let's try to replenish our body with what it's actually made of. And that is water. By eating the greens, we'll by eating the greens, we will be treating our digestive system better. We are light beings, but we here on the physical plane, so let's take care of our temples while we have them. Drink your water, eat your greens. Here at 30 Talk, we always like to shed light on our ancestors or our master teachers. So the master teacher or ancestor that I'll be shouting out tonight is the Honorable Khalid Muhammad. Khalid Muhammad was born Harold Moore Jr. in 1948, but received the name Khalid Muhammad, Khalid meaning warrior, from the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Khalid Muhammad will be considered a militant. He would be considered a radical because of how he chose to deliver and disseminate his information. You can find a lot of his speeches on YouTube, his lectures, his interviews, where he stands firm on the belief that the melanated man and woman is king. And you couldn't tell him no different. He was a tell it like it is type of individual. And he was cutthroat, straight to the point. So yes, check out Khaled Muhammad on YouTube. He has a lot of, he has numerous, numerous numerous upon numerous (laughs) interviews and lectures where he's disseminating information for the upliftment of the melanated people. Moving into our trending topic segment, it used to be called our current event, but somebody in the constructive criticism department said, yeah, I think trending topics will be, will be dope. I said, shoot, me too. Where I choose to get my trending topic information, I get it from Atlanta Blackstar. 
black publicated website that disseminates information that is not just for melanated people, but for people who are trying to uplift themselves and not trying to see themselves often in a victim state of mind. Mainstream media tends to loop black death, loops black individuals in their lower selves. Atlanta Black Star chooses not to loop black death, they choose to uplift the people and shed light on information that they feel is important for us to understand with the propagandas and the agenda techniques that are being used against us. The first article is entitled New Jersey School Under Fire for Racist Prom Tickets and the ticket read Party Like It's 1776. The prom tickets read Party Like It's 1776, which offended a large number of black and minority students because slavery wasn't abolished in New Jersey until 1846. The high school principal, Dennis Perry, posted an apology on his Twitter account to parents, students, and the community of East New Jersey. My issue with the principal is, why issue an apology when you could have easily vetoed the title of the prom ticket from Jump Street? A lot of times we have to understand that the system is trying their best to remain in power. And they will find anything and everything to belittle, to put down the melanated race. And this is just another example of that with a high school feeling, feeling as though that it was appropriate to, to put party like it's 1776 on their prom ticket when the majority of the students in their school is melanated individuals. And I understand that the principal has to address the situation, but you didn't have to address it if you had looked at what they were proposing and nipped it in the bud initially. If you are interested in reading up on that article, if you are interested in reading up on that article, you can find it on Atlanta Black Star. Next, I want to shed light on the first black valedictorian of Morgan High, which is located in Alabama. A 17-year-old West Morgan High student by the name of Austin Elliott will become the first black male valedictorian in his high school's history. Alabama is the state that this lo- is the state that this school is located in. And the fact that we are in 2018 and the first black male valedictorian, Austin Elliott, hasn't came, lets you know that Alabama is still one of those underbelly states. I kind of talked about it last week, man, that underbelly, that middle America, that 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 southern state, that that Bible belt. They have so many names for them. And this young man had to not only achieve academic success, but had to fight racial slurs and I'm not going to say death threats, but just threats in general, because they were scared to see this melanated man, young man, rise to the occasion. I like to shed light on individuals that are doing things that are not looked at as victim mindset. These individuals are victors and Austin Elliott is a victor in his own right. Moving right along, we're going to also talk about Tamir Rice's mother who wants to build an Afrocentric youth center in her son's honor. If you're not familiar with Tamir Rice, 
Tamir Rice was a young man that was gunned down by the police because he was playing in the park with a toy gun. The people called the police saying that they seen a young black male in the park playing with a gun. The police pulled up without even investigating the situation and shot this young man. He was only 12 years old when he died. His mother, Samira Rice, hopes that this youth center that she's building in his name will be up by 2019. My opinion about this is kind of, I'm, I'm happy that she's doing it, but I wish she didn't have to do this in spite of burying her son. And a lot of times these families receive hush money to not talk about the instances or the injustices that the system caused allowing officers to gun down their family members and not get political justice. So she's using her quote-unquote hush money to open up an Afrocentric youth center in her son's name. In the article, she speaks about her son's legacy remaining, not people remembering him as a victim of police brutality, but something that he was to inspire to be if he was to mature into his later years of adulthood. So shout out to Samira Rice, Samira Rice, who is opening this Afrocentric youth center in her son's name. The last article or the last topic that is trending this week um, is an individual by the name of Crystal Lake. She wore a hat that had the slogan, America was never great on it, to her Staten Island, to her Staten Island Home Depot job. She wore this hat in response to the red Make America Great hat. And she received death threats because of that. And it's so crazy how the opposition and people who follow the ideology of the opposition tend to get so upset when we as melanated people do the same thing that they do. When we start playing the game the way that it's being played, they try to find ways to hinder us or shortchange us. And this strong melanated queen by the name of Crystal Lake wore a hat stating the claim that America was never great. And we can honestly argue that statement if you was just to look at American's history. At America's history. I've done previous installments that cover history that not only affected the melanated people, but that that not only affected the melanated people, but also affected the people in this country by social learning. Check out In Real Time and Propaganda and propaganda perpetuates prayers to get a deeper dive into that. But shout out to this individual, Crystal Lake. She wore that hat. She made her statement. And America was never great for the melanated individual. Last week, I gave you guys some homework assignments. Well, two homework assignments to be exact. But one of the homework assignments was asking you guys to look up the history of how Coppin State got their name. Coppin State is located in Baltimore, Maryland. It's a HBCU. And I wanted people to do the research on how they got their name. I want to give an exclusive shout out to D.E. Costin, 03, and underscore Melanin Mine for doing the research and finding out that Coppin State got their name from Fanny Jackson Coppin, who was the first melanated woman to become 
School Superintendent. That is Fanny Jackson Coppin. D.E. Costino 3 and underscore Melanin Mind. Researched that information, gave it to me. I appreciate you ladies listening to the podcast and also doing the research. Putting in that pain. So, yes, follow those beautiful women in your spare time. With tonight's installment, we're going to be talking about the difference between a choice and a decision. This week and late last week coming into this week, I was talking with a few people about the difference between what a choice is and what a decision was. And I'm not going to say it was a debate. It was just more of a battle of ideas. And some people looked at choice at looked at choice as being the heavier one, whereas decision was lighter, and other people felt as decision was heavier or equal or less than a choice. So I said this would be the perfect opportunity for 30 Talk to expound on what the difference between a choice and a decision is. So the title of this installment is, quote unquote, The Fork in the Road. Choices create a mental picture in our minds as the proverbial fork in the road. Choices are opportunities and we make choices based on our beliefs and our estimation on where our choice will lead us. When you're making a choice, you either are choosing between one or the other. When I went to the exact definition of what a choice is, a choice is the right or power or opportunity to choose. So like a choice is like paper or plastic or red or blue. That's a choice. It doesn't take much thought. It doesn't take much thinking. It's just like, what are you choosing from? What do you rather have at the moment? Life choices set the direction of our lives. So spend time to develop a mindset on how to build a meaningful future. We spend our lifetime making an array of decisions, but little time making distinctive life choices. When we speak of distinctive life choices, we have to understand that In life, we have to make a choice. I'm not going to predicate it to either right or wrong, but more so along the lines of what's beneficial for us and what's going to be a hindrance to us. And sometimes we don't want to make those choices because we don't want to make the wrong one and have to settle with the consequences. That's called stagnant. When an individual is choosing not to make a choice, they're remaining stagnant in their position, where if they don't make either choice, their outcomes won't change. So when we talk about distinctive life choices, distinctive life choices are either to spend the money or to save the money, to trust your family's opinion or to trust your friend's opinion. Those are distinctive because you know that one of those choices comes with an outcome. And a lot of times people shy away from choices because they're scared of the outcome. 
As individuals, we have to stand firm within ourselves so we can make better choices. Now, once I get into what the definition of a decision is, then we will see the difference between the choices we make and and the decisions that we make. Focusing still more on the choices right now. So a choice can be, do I want to buy these $160 shoes when I don't have $160 worth of groceries in my house? That's a choice because you're choosing to be fly rather than to choose to feed yourself or you're choosing to stand out materialistically rather than holistically. These are choices. And ironically enough, the choices that we make often dictate whether we're going to be moving progressively or will or will we be moving digressively? It's something to think about because a choice, to me personally, a choice is it doesn't take much thinking. It's kind of like a snap of the finger, like boom. Do I want to wear the red ones or the blue ones? Do I want to wear a long sleeve or short sleeve? It's just a choice. It doesn't take much thought. But distinctive life choices are the ones that take a little more thought, but you don't have to think of the outcome so much. It's just choosing between one or the other. A decision, on the other hand, is a rational method to eliminate options. It's thought out or thorough. So when we make a decision, we're more so thinking about if I make this decision, these are the outcomes that come from that. When you're making a choice, you're just choosing between one or the other. With the decision, I'm making this decision because I know that the outcome is going to be beneficial for me. Or if I don't make this decision, then the outcome is going to be to my detriment. So when I was doing my research on choices and decisions, I had to look up I had to look up a few decisions that we make in our lives that are detrimental for us. Decisions like attempting not to try or the decision to neglect important relationships. With the first two alone, not attempting to try is a decision because you've already calculated your outcomes before you made that decision. I'm not gonna try to pass this test because I've already failed it multiple times and I don't wanna feel the feeling of sorrow and disappointment again. I'm deciding not to do that. Or I'm deciding not to build a relationship with this individual because I'm pretty sure I've met a person like them in my lifetime and I don't want to put myself out there again. So I'm just not going to attempt to nourish this relationship because I feel as though it's not important. These are decisions that we make because they're calculated, they're thought out. You're not choosing this, you're deciding that because these are the reasons why. Other decisions that we make are Other decisions that we make are changing who we are just to fit in or cutting corners to achieve excellence. Let's think about those for a second. Cutting corners to achieve excellence. We live in a world, we live in a 30 second world. 
you hear me say that a lot on this on these installments because social media has programmed our minds in believing that I need to get all of what I need to say out in a minute or anything that's relevant that you need to tell me you got to tell me under five minutes or I'm gonna lose focus or you're gonna lose my attention that's crazy because prominent information or things that we want to achieve in our lives aren't going to come in a minute or in a minute and 30 seconds. So if you're making a decision to cut corners in life, understand that you're going to misread certain situations and you're going to end up on the short end because you didn't do or follow through with what you needed to in its ideal time. When we talk about changing ourselves just to fit in, that's a decision. Oh, I'm not comfortable with myself. I've been myself for these last 15 years. And now I'm not, I'm not feeling it anymore. I'm not getting the response that I need. So I'm going to decide to be somebody else. I'm going to walk somebody else's purpose. I'm sorry. I'm going to walk somebody else's path and live out somebody else's purpose because they have what I want and I haven't got it doing without what I need to do. So I'm going to do it another way. Or this is something that other people I can't say other people, what people choose to do instead. They choose to fabricate. That's a decision. I'm going to live beyond my means. I'm going to put out this facade as if I'm something when it's not really true. That's a decision. Because you realize at some point that what you were doing wasn't good enough. So now, I'm going to pretend to be something else. That's a decision. That's not a choice. Because you thought about that. You've sat with it for some time. A decision, like I said, is something that is thought out or thorough. That means you've contemplated this for some time. Now you've realized that, you know what, I'm deciding to do something different. Settling for mediocrity is also a decision. Allowing negativity from the past to linger is the decision. We have to move on, people. A lot of decisions that we make in life come from either a negative point of view or a positive point of view. We have to start focusing on the positive. Quick side note, there was a a big argument going on on the internet this week about the whole royal wedding. And I'm not really sure what the the individual's name was that was marrying the prince. She is of melanin descent. I think she's biracial. And people, the women in particular, were giving her high praises for uh, marrying the prince. When just the week before, people were bashing childish Gambino for having a white wife and I was like what's the difference and people were making were choosing one side or the other of the argument because that's how they felt it wasn't really thought through they wasn't deciding to go with the side they were choosing sides because that's how they felt because of what they believed in when you make a choice you're making that choice because that's what you believe in When you make a decision, you've sat with that choice before you've made it and said, okay, this is the outcome of this. 
This is the outcome of this. So with this argument in particular, I'm choosing to say we have to kill this double standard. Interracial relationships is interracial relationships, regardless if you're marrying the prince or if you're marrying the manager. (laughs) At the end of the day, that individual is out of your race. If you love them, you love them. I'm not here to bash interracial relationships, but we have to hold each interracial relationship at its same standard. Yes, I'm going off on a tangent. Let me finish. (laughs) So we cannot kill Childish Gambino because he's choosing to speak on injustice. Because he's choosing or he decided to speak on injustices in America, regardless if he had a white wife or a melanated wife. Whereas women didn't ridicule or chastise the young lady who wanted to marry the prince. Because in their eyes, she's marrying, quote unquote, Prince Charming. And I feel like that choice was made because of how Disney constantly looped the knight in shining armor being a white man. Beauty and the Beast, Snow White, Little Mermaid, Pocahontas. Whatever movie, Disney movie you choose to look at, you will see that the knight in shining armor happened to be a Caucasian. So regardless if we are regardless if we are aware or aware of it or not, we have to understand that in some cases women have been programmed to wait for Prince Charming. And nine times out of ten, Prince Charming happened to be a white man. If we want to continue this conversation in this, I don't want to call it argument, but if we want to continue this debate outside of 30 talk. Hit me up on him underscore not underscore them on the Instagram. And maybe you can give me a different perspective from what different from what I'm saying. But how I look at it is the same thing. And one argument someone chose was Donald Glover is talking about injustices in America, but he's married to a white woman. He can't do that. Why can't he? The color of your wife determines how you feel about injustices. The race that your wife has determines how black you're supposed to be. Uh, It's a stretch. But that's neither here nor there. Sorry for the tangent, people. But I had to address that because it was just heavy on my mind. It was just heavy on my mind. So we're... So tonight we're talking about choices and decisions. We've covered what a choice is. We've covered what a decision is. A choice creates a mental a choice creates a mental picture in our minds as a proverbial fork in the road. And a decision is a rational method to eliminate options. It's thought out and thorough. So when you're making a choice, you're not really thinking about what you're doing. You're just deciding between alternatives. When you're making a decision, you're not choosing. You're deciding between one or the other because you're also weighing the outcome of the situation. A lot of times we don't make the best decisions because we don't have the best options to choose from. In order for us to make better decisions, 
we have to better our choices. A lot of times we make bad decisions or make bad choices because of our ego, because of our pride. Our pride tends to get in the way. With this installment, we're going to also look at how our, how our ego looks and how we're supposed to carry ourselves or our true selves or our higher, or our higher selves. Quick side note, all words are the hardest thing for me to say. <laughs> I try to be real personal, personable on these installments. I don't want to seem as if I'm the man that knows everything. Because a wise man knows that he knows nothing, but is willing to learn everything. So I want to show a level of personability where I might stumble a few times. It's cool. We're all human. I I don't try to let my ego get in the way. I want my higher self to prevail outside of all the mistakes that I tend to make. So when we choose between our ego and our higher self, we have to look at a few things. We have to understand that our ego is quintessentially our lower selves and our consciousness and our true self is our higher selves. So with our ego, sometimes we feel unbalanced or scattered. When we choose our higher selves, we have a feeling of peace. A feeling of focusness, a feeling, I'm sorry, a feeling of focus, a feeling of attentiveness, and we feel whole and balanced. I always tend to say, let's capture the silence. We have to start listening to our inner thoughts because our inner thoughts is our higher selves speaking to us. But when we're moving too fast, we kind of overlook the details or we overlook the intricate thoughts that we're supposed to have in those moments because we're trying to catch up or we're trying to lead the race. We have to stay centered. We have to stay balanced. When we choose to listen to our ego, we are continuously pursuing pleasure and distractions to feel a fulfillment. That's true within itself. A lot of times we choose to go to social media when we need fulfillment or when we need pleasure. I'm an educator by trade and I pulled up an article for the students to read about how social media, how social media lets off um, dopamine shots. Every time you get a like, every time you get a DM, Every time someone shouts you out, that's a dopamine shot. That's the feel-good enzyme that we have in our bodies. So in a sense, social media is a drug. People are choosing to get high off social media. <laughs> because it's instant gratification. But if we, were, if we were to choose to listen to our higher selves, we would understand that fulfillment comes from within. Our fulfillment 
doesn't necessarily have to come from outside sources once we start listening to our higher selves. We have to start making decisions. Our decision making is shot in a degree because we don't have the best choices to choose from. So now when we're forced to make a decision, we're we're treating it like a choice. We haven't really sat with what we need to understand in order for us to make a better decision. We are running through life as if we have all the time in the world. And we don't. We have to make do with the time that we have. And we have to turn off our ego and start turning up our higher selves. When we listen to our ego, we often think, what will people think about us? How do people feel about us? If we turn up our higher selves, we will understand that I am at peace with myself, I am at peace with others, and I am at peace with my surroundings. Awareness is key in this higher self, true self, consciousness aspect of our lives. We have to pay attention to what's going on around us. That's why I choose to point out and promote information that has us looking more as victors instead of victims. I say that a lot because I want that to be prevalent in our minds. I want us to understand that we are not victims. We are true. We are powerful. We are sound. And once we understand that, we won't allow our ego or anybody else to contradict that. We have to also choose to control our emotions. Anxiety, shame, and guilt are all emotions that we choose to fall under because we're not too sure of our higher selves. If you want to get in contact with me directly, him underscore not underscore them on the Instagram or Fiasco Rose on the Facebook. If you have a company or something that you are doing, family, hit me up. I'll give you a shout out. I'll give out your Instagram. I'll give out your information. I'm here to spread all positive information that's going on in this country, preferably in the Maryland, D.C. area. But if you are a listener outside of the Maryland, D.C. area that wants your podcast, your clothing line, your makeup line, your eyelash line, hit me up. I would definitely shout you out. We can definitely build. Closing out this installment today, people, this wasn't a history lesson. This was just more about us making better decisions and how we're supposed to do that and how the things that we've come across hinder us from doing those things. Ending tonight's installment, I will be reading from my personal thoughts. Excuse me. And what I'll be reading is something that I entitled Progression, Options, and Decisions. 
this is just a rough draft. I just want you guys to kind of hear me out. With this, I kind of wrote this. Well, I didn't kind of write it. I wrote this this year, 2018. And I've been sitting on this information, not necessarily information. I've been sitting on this piece of writing because I wasn't sure how I wanted to sound. I kind of wanted to read it with the in real time installment, but I felt like that wasn't the time. With this installment, The Fork in the Road, we have to take time to self-evaluate. The self-evaluation process is key. We have to make sure that we hold ourselves accountable for our actions. We have to hold ourselves accountable for the decisions that we make. We have to hold ourselves accountable for the options that we have to choose from. When I entitled this Progression Options and Decisions, because our progression determines our options. If we're not moving in a certain direction, that changes our options, which in turn makes our decision-making process even harder because we shouldn't have to choose between BS circumstances or BS options. We have to make sure that our options are surrounded by positivity and it's also surrounded by upliftment so when we make that decision, we're not taking three steps back. I think it's the phrase that goes like, taking three, step f- taking three steps forward only to take two steps back. We don't need to digress anymore. We need to continue to progress. And with this piece of writing that I've written, I would hope that it, would, it will resonate. I will hope that people will understand where I'm coming from. Take time to evaluate your progression before weighing the outcome of your options moving forward. Once the outcome has been acknowledged and assessed, now we are faced with a decision. This process can be a template that can help with the decision-making process. At times, this order can be rearranged. At times, this order can be rearranged. And that can consequently daunt the best possible outcome. That's progression, option, and decision. If our progression isn't evaluated accordingly, the potential outcomes could be tainted. If our potential outcomes are tainted, our choices or decisions will be made on faulty information. Hone in on your ability to suitably self-evaluate. Oftentimes, we feel that we've adequately prepared for the next phase in life. And if, and if we didn't, that's when ill-advised decisions are made. Honesty is pivotal when it comes to self-evaluation. It's irrational to believe that an individual that isn't forthright within him or herself can make an honest or objective decision on a consistent basis. On a consistent basis. We have to have a level of consistency, people. On one of the installments, I talked about discipline. 
Discipline is the ability to apply the same amount of pressure on a consistent basis. On a consistent basis. We have to practice discipline. We have to choose our higher selves over our egos. We have to learn that our decisions can be our own detriment if our choices aren't strong. You can't make a good decision if you're making it with if you're making a decision between two choices that doesn't have your best interests at heart. You're just not. And it's unfortunate because a lot of times we're going to make those decisions because those are the only options that we have. We have to better our options in order for us to make better decisions. It's just it's just honest fact. And if we're constantly making bad decisions, it's because the options that we have to choose from are daunting or faulty or tainted. We have to understand that. This installment wasn't about the history lessons. The last few installments I gave history lessons as far as how America is. But we have to start moving in present day. And in present day, our decision-making process is key or pivotal. In order for us to make better decisions, we have to better our choices. I'm your host, Him Not Them, aka Furious Styles. And if you want to have this conversation with me, if you really want to have this conversation with me, you got to talk to me 30. Peace.